Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And I have with me the founder of Red Fox Wealth, Mike Brown. Um, you can learn more about him and his company at redfoxwealth.com as well as redfoxcapital.co. Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jen. Glad to be here. Yeah, for sure. I thought I'd start asking, uh, since 2020, I like to do what I call mental health check-ins and just see how people are doing. Because I think 2020 really brought that out in all of us to check in with one another. So, Mike, how have you been doing? How's life lately? <laughs> life is, is wonderful. I haven't caught you know, any, any pandemics over the past year. Um, so that's good. I think it's also good that a new paradigm shift, I think, now is, is comfortable with people doing meetings on Zoom yeah. and, you know, teleconferencing. It's our business has been better than ever. And it gives us, a, a, you know, more opportunities out there to talk with people and keep people safe and, and continue commerce. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I have... Uh, talk to more people <laughs> during the, these times than I had even in regular times. And I think a lot of it has to yep. do with, you know, cutting back from the commute, you know, and, and, and uh, yeah, just transportation in general and being able to, you know, use that time for more conversations. And so I completely agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, just think about a year ago, how many people knew what Zoom was? <laughs> now it's, you know, it's now common language. Yeah, I remember when uh, the pandemic started, um, Zoom at one point was valued so much more than the air, like all the airlines combined. And so that just told you then and there that there was a complete shift in the way that we communicate and do business and, you know, interact with one another. So it was really interesting when that time happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Mike, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what you do. Uh, so you are the founder of Red Fox Wealth. Let us know for people that are hearing that for the first time, what's it about and uh, who do you work with? Well, you know, we typically work with uh, small business owners, uh, professionals, um, you know, mid to high level executives. Uh, but we are willing to work with anybody that, that we can offer any value to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really created Red Fox Wealth as a solution to a problem I came across um, in our real estate investment company. We have Red Fox Capital, which is a commercial real estate investment company and development company. And um, traditionally, you know, you raise capital for your funds and projects through friends and family. Mm-hmm. And as every entrepreneur comes up against the wall, you've tapped out your, your own network. Right. So I started, you know, doing seminars and meeting with financial advisors, money managers, et cetera. And, uh, you know, they were, they love the idea. Uh, the returns are great for their clients, but they never would actually introduce us to their clients. And it didn't take long to figure out there was an inherent conflict of interest. Mm. If they sent a client to us to invest in a good product, a good investment, they were going to lose their fees. They were going to lose their asset under management fees and mm. any potential commissions they may have in the future. So I thought that was, that's bad. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to Merrill Lynch and trained uh, for my financial advisor kind of foundation. Mm-hmm. And what we've done is created a, a true wealth management company that eliminates all conflicts of interest. Mm. 
Mm. So we're able to integrate commercial real estate private investing in with managed hedge funds and other type of traditional investments and be able to give our clients a true holistic investment portfolio. Mm -hmm. And we've seen our returns three to five times higher than your traditional advisors and and all along reducing the risk uh, risk profile for the client. So it's been a great experience. I like your uh, collaboration with, I think, your background in financial planning and commercial real estate uh, and development. Because, you know, normally when I run into a financial advisor, it's very hyper-focused on, you know, planning for retirement or something right. of the sort. Or, and so I, I like that you have that unique aspect to your business. Yeah. And it's no fault of the financial advisors. They're not trained in real estate. They're not trained to analyze those type of opportunities. And in some of the bigger financial industry, you know, like Morgan Stanley, Merrill Lynch, et cetera, they're mm-hmm. not allowed to even mention alternative investments to their clients yeah. uh, because it's considered selling away where um, it's, it's stealing money away from the bank. Mm-hmm. So I thought that really wasn't a good thing for the end user, the client. Yeah. What a disservice. disservice. (laughs) You know, I was, I talk about this with like other people in the industry industry too, like that have kind of, um, let's say like saw the light and like left uh, corporate financial, like corporate type of financial planning. And, uh, and I just, I, maybe it's because they've just been so big and established in that way that they don't want to fix what's not broken. Right. And I think, you know, they don't have to work under a fiduciary standard, which most of your independent financial advisors do. Mm -hmm. So we have to put our clients first. Mm -hmm. Um, Not who cares about what our compensation is. It's the clients first. And the bigger banks do not have those standards, Mm -hmm. Um, which to me is alarming. I saw a quote the other day that if Morgan Stanley alone were, were held up to the standards of fiduciary standards like we are, they mm-hmm. would lose over $300 million in fees a year. Wow. And that was kind of like the wake up call to me. Yeah, no, that is, that is crazy. So Mike, yeah. for people that are really hearing about your company for the first time, and I know I, I sort of said that again at the beginning or already said that, but give us a, a, a case study. You know, uh, someone walks in and says, hey, I want to be your client. Can you walk us through that process? Yeah, I mean, it's it's important that first meeting is probably the most important meeting because everybody's different. So we have to mm-hmm. really figure out what their goals are, what their suitability is for where we, you know, help guide them for their retirement or building wealth. So that first meeting is really a true deep dive in their personal goals, you know, their family, you mm-hmm. know, what assets they have and and just a true audit in a more friendly manner than than the sterile word of audit. But mm-hmm. going through all that's important. So we do that. We do an analyst. We look at asset allocation and in simplistic forms, mm-hmm. so it's easy to understand. A lot of times, going back to the standard status quo financial advisor, they may say, uh, "Mr. Client, you're very well diversified. You have nothing to worry about." Mm-hmm. But in reality, they're only diversified in Wall Street products. Mm. But what we try to do is look at all the asset allocation all across all the different asset classes and figure out how to balance those depending on where the client is in their stage of life. Mm-hmm. So I really want a big concern. I had a client the other day, asked for a case study. They had 99% of all their wealth tied up into Wall Street products. Wow. And if there is going to be volatility this year, which we all expect there is going to be volatility, Mm-hmm. That could really hurt their retirement goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so we look, step back, 
Should we move some things into what we call the alternative class, which would be the private real estate, precious metals, mm-hmm. private equity, whatever that may be. And then some of the safer products like insurance products, uh, maybe some annuities or maybe some premium finance life policies, things that we can put into safe money while we mm-hmm. balance out their entire portfolio. Mm-hmm. And then we come back with a report, uh, make recommendations. And then if we can help the client, if they like the advice we gave them, then we'll move forward and implement the plan for them and um, go from there. Yeah. Well, I like, I like that you uh, mapped that out. It sounds very uh, holistic. Um, and yeah. it's, like you said at the beginning, it really is about focusing on the client, not necessarily like, oh, what solutions does our company have that we can give to this client? Right. And you really, a lot of guys come out and sell products or, or sell those solutions. And I can't really tell you those answers until I really know what, what your stage of life is, what your goals are. So mm-hmm. we don't, we're not a, a product driven firm. It's, mm-hmm. it's really about, like you said, the holistic, um, full comprehensive view of the client. Yeah. And uh, kind of mm-hmm. along the lines of what you said, you're uh, instead of a you know, product uh, driven firm, you're a people driven firm and you focus on the person. So (laughs) I just want to summarize that. Um, So Mike, you have a a free digital copy uh, of your book called The Real Perspective, Secret Investments Your Financial Advisor Won't Tell You About. I like that title. Can you tell us a little bit about that book? Sure. I wrote that book, you know, really um, as I grew into this industry and saw the different sides of it. So I wrote the book um, talking about how we use these these philosophies uh, to build a solid investment portfolio. Mm-hmm. So we do a walk through Wall Street, uh, look at a lot of the historical data, and then we start to show the commercial real estate side of things and other alternatives, and then show um, in a quantitative matter what happens when we combine the two into a, a safer, better performing portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wrote the book. It came out uh, last September. And uh, anybody listening today can get a free download copy. If they want a hard copy, they can go to Amazon. Uh, But if you go to redfoxwealth.com, you can download your free copy right there. Awesome. That sounds great. I always like uh, those kind of titles when they say something someone is not telling you because it's like, okay, what are they not telling me? Exactly. (laughs) It just makes me want to like get the book. And I I love that so much. Uh, Before we uh, shift gears here, Mike, I just wanted to make sure I covered all my bases. Is there anything else about Red Fox Wealth um, or even your book that you want our listeners to know about? I would just say, you know, and and times like this, it's always good to look, get a second opinion, Mm -hmm. have somebody look at what you have. Um, I would say 100% of my clients currently had a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily that we are the only MBL all to every client, but mm-hmm. at the very least, we should take a look and maybe partner and have more than one advisor uh, that we maybe some perspectives that we can bring uh, that your status quo advisor may not be able to offer. So mm-hmm. I'd say everyone should take a second look, um, especially today, because I think we're going to have a rocky road this year. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, our hedge funds are telling us as of yesterday that the signs for volatility are there. So we're moving a lot of money uh, back to cash and some of our managed funds mm. um, to take advantage of any opportunities that may spike, uh, but also just protect the downside. Um, so I would say, you know, step back, get a second opinion um, and see if there's anything of value that we could maybe provide for you. 
I really like yeah. your, you know, your encouragement to collaborate with other financial advisors, especially if you already, if, if the client already has one and yeah. maybe they're looking for a second opinion, you know, it's kind of like going to the doctor and your doctor says, Hey, you can't drink alcohol anymore. And then you're like, no, let me go to another doctor and see if that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and so it'd be no, good. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just great to uh, be able to encourage that and let people know that, you know, your one financial advisor is not the end all be all and that you are allowed, <laughs> you know, to get a second opinion. Well, it's a great example of that is we have a client <clears throat> that we're onboarding this week uh, into one of our managed hedge funds. Um, mm -hmm. And he mentioned that he has just entered into agreement with another hedge fund mm -hmm. manager on the West Coast. And he wanted to put two funds side by side and see who performs best over the year. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, it's really not about that. What we need to do is complement each other. So mm -hmm. show me the strategies that the West Coast Fund is, is doing. So then we can not, not duplicate it, but to complement the two funds together. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the best for the client, unlike trying to grab all of this capital. Um, it's like, let's work together right. and, and provide a better, safer return for the client. Yeah, no, beautiful. Again, it comes back to the whole, like we are a, a people driven, um, yeah. you know, kind of business mm -hmm. and focusing on the client in the end. Um, yeah. Well, Mike, thank you so much for sharing that and tell us, telling us about Red Fox Wealth and your book, The Real Perspective, Secret Investments Your Financial Advisor Won't Tell You About, which people can get a free digital copy on your website. Um, I want to go ahead and shift gears now as a business owner, uh, you know, share your story as a business owner. Tell us a little bit about that shift because you said that you mentioned earlier that you were working with Merrill Lynch, um, you know, to really create that financial foundation for yourself. And then um, here you are doing Red Fox Wealth. What was it like to make that shift from that industry to starting your own company? Well, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. So mm -hmm. it was pretty easy for me to, to do that. I had a means to an end going mm -hmm. to corporate world uh, to get out as quickly as possible. <laughs> and there, there, are two, there are two sets of, of mindsets, their employees and their business owners. Mm -hmm. And in the big corporations, most likely they're corporate employees. That's, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's mm -hmm. what they want to do. Um, but, you know, growing through doing the entrepreneur journey, um, you know, there's no straight line to success. You're going to have setbacks. Um, you're going to need probably more capital and more time than you've ever expected. Mm -hmm. Your business plan's probably outdated the day you write it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, jump in and, and just get going, I think, and just be aware that it's, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be tough, but it's mm -hmm. worth it at the end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's great advice. Uh, and I know that you, you know, your company also works with uh, small business owners. So is there any advice you want to give them, uh, at least in regards to their finances? Well, I think one of the biggest concerns for small business owners is taxes. Mm -hmm. um, I think that we're at about $27 trillion in national debt mm -hmm. at the lowest tax rate the country's ever seen. And I think we're all probably on the same page that taxes are most likely going to go up in the future. And for small business owners, you know, as the so-called rich, um, which we really, you know, we're, we're the, the last to say that, but um, taxation is something you really need to step back and, and put a plan for, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the CPAs, our friends, accountants, they always take an historical look at your business. They look at what you did. Um, we like to do more of a forward looking into the future of how we can, you know, protect you um, and reduce taxes and try to create some tax-free um, income for you. 
And I think from, from a small business perspective, that's one of the number one things to look at. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that advice, Mike. Um, I feel like I, I pulled a lot out of you already. So I want to make sure <laughs> that um, there's nothing else I'm missing. Uh, to our listeners, any other, any parting advice you want to share with them? Well, I'd say, you know, uh, being a small business owner and entrepreneur is the greatest thing that we're offered here in this country. Mm. And if you have that itch to, to be an entrepreneur, then you certainly need to do it. Whether whether you start part-time or you jump in full throttle, um, you know, figure out what's best for you and find a problem in the marketplace and then you provide the solution and most likely you will be successful. Beautiful. And um, last question. <laughs> um, I was just curious to know, you know, in your experience so far as an entrepreneur um, and uh, in running Red Fox Wealth, uh, what are you most proud of uh, so far on your journey, whether it's like working with clients or just being a business owner in general? You know, it's, it's creating something from nothing mm-hmm. um, is one of, the, one of the great feelings, but, you know, actually making an impact um, for, for clients. I mean, you know, creating wealth for, for individuals that, that really needed some extra advice. Um, mm-hmm. And you can sit back and, and feel satisfied that you, you help somebody help their family. And, um, and you hope that you can continue to do that for people. It's, yeah. it's a people business, like you said, and if you don't want to help people, um, then you probably shouldn't be in this particular <laughs> business that I'm in. Uh, mm-hmm. But even in as an entrepreneur, you, you know, your customer is most important. Yeah, beautifully said. Well, on that note, Mike, I have really enjoyed our conversation today. I want to thank you again for joining us here on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Thanks, Jen. I appreciate it. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Mike Brown, the founder of Red Fox Wealth. You can learn more about him and his company at redfoxwealth.com or redfoxcapital.co. And remember, he has a free download for his book, The Real Perspective, Secret Investments for uh, Secret Investments Your Financial Advisor Won't Tell You About. With that said, thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. 
Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.